Hello everyone, thank you for tuning to another episode of the Basis of a Buy Another Fan podcast. My name is Paul. On today's show, I'm talking about My United's victory over Leeds United. Uh, My United defeated Leeds United 5-1 at Old Trafford with goals coming from um, Bruno Fernandes who scored a hat-trick and Mason Greenwood and Fred each grabbing a goal to help my United to their first Premier League victory of the season 5-1 over Leeds United a very handsome win I'll be sharing my thoughts on the game and analyzing our performance also I'll be talking about the Rafa Varane signing prior to the kickoff of um, the game between my United and Leeds uh, Rafa Varane was unveiled I'll be sharing my thoughts on the delay, the saga and all that and I'll also be talking about the Premier League games between Arsenal and Brentford as you must know Brentford defeated Arsenal 2-0 on Friday to kick off the Premier League season a shocking defeat for Arsenal anyways I'll also be sharing my thoughts on the performance of Chelsea and Liverpool in their respective games so with that being said, let's get right into it. All right, welcome back to the show. So, United defeated Leeds United 5 1 and Old Trafford. We basically replicated what we did last season to Leeds. After we defeated Leeds United 6-2 at Old Trafford last season with goals coming from Bruno, McTominay, um, I think Marcus Rashford scored. No, Rashford didn't score. It was um, Daniel James and Lindelof. Okay, so I think those were the goal scorers. McTominay 2, Bruno 2 goals. Daniel James and Lindelof also grabbed goals as well. Um, but this season it was uh, Bruno again bagging a hat trick and then missing Greenwood and um, Fred grabbing the other goal. So a very good victory, comprehensive one for Manchester United who couldn't have asked for anything um, less from my United. So it was um, overall a good performance by my United. Uh, I was a bit worried after we scored the fifth goal. With I, I'm hoping that we took our foot off the gas, you know. After we went into the five-one uh, comfortably and the substitutions were made, uh, Marshall was brought on. Jaden Sancho was brought on. We saw Jaden Sancho first for the first time. You know, in the Man United jersey, he showed us some tricks and, you know, he didn't really do much. He didn't have time to do much. He didn't really settle, you know. The game was already um, won and lost, so there was no real need for him to try to exert himself so much unless an opportunity presented itself. And uh, Matic also came on for... McTominay, while Marshall, I think, came in for 
Pogba, who had an outstanding game, as well as Bruno Fernandes. I am not sure who Sancho came in for. I think he came for Daniel James as well. So, um, it was an excellent game, an outstanding game. Um, we're, we're a bit worried that we we allowed Leeds to, you know, after the fifth goal, at some point um, in the last 10 minutes, we allowed Leeds to have a lot of possession and all that. Um, I'm not too comfortable at at that I prefer that we are in charge, you know, dominating, controlling, maybe not really attacking, but passing the ball around, teasing leads, looking for openings to score more. But uh, I think we can we can hope that uh, this being the first game of the season, the players were looking at preserving energy and not trying to sustain any injuries by overexerting themselves. I'm sure Bruno Fernandes had a knock at some point during the game. Um, let's hope that nothing serious happened to Bruno. But generally, it was a very good game. We had the the we had all the stats were in our favor. You know more attempts, the conversion rate, everything was excellent. Possession, everything. It was a good day at the office for my United. So I'll quickly um, run through the performances of each of the players um, that played today for my United. The job was in goal, made two decent saves in the first half, could do nothing about um, Luke Ailing's goal from Leeds with a screamer. From outside the 18-yard box, the defense failed to close him down. They were not expecting him to take the shot, or they were not expecting him to, to hit a wall, the, which the Jack couldn't stop. So, the Jack did okay, did everything right. So, the Jack, I've always, I've always loved the Jack. Um, I've always not the only the Jack's only weakness so far has been his. Um, inability to stop penalties more often and let's hope that he's working on that uh, in training that's especially if Ole still sees him as his number one hopefully he's United's number one I can still see some certain sections of the media pushing for Dean Henderson to be the number one really I've not seen anything Henderson has done to merit that he benches the jail or makes him that qualifies the Henderson scene. Uh, how do I put it? I've not seen anything from the Henderson that that should persuade Ole to bench Deja and make the Henderson number one. I've not seen anything. If it was when Deja was making mistakes um, two seasons ago, yes, but not on the performance of last season. Definitely, DJ since Dean Henderson's um, arrival at the club, signing a contract and all that, has upped his game because he has seen that the competition is real. Now, Tom Heaton has also joined the club. Tom Heaton is also a decent goalkeeper. I'm quite comfortable if David DJ or Dean Henderson is not available for any reason. Tom Hitting is very, very capable of being in the sticks and 
you know, performing creditably well without any issues. So I have no problems. In fact, we are spoiled for choice in the goalkeeping department. But I don't want a situation whereby an agenda is pushed, then the Henderson gets in and start making silly mistakes. I still feel that the Henderson should understudy the jail for some time yet and seize his opportunity when it comes. The Liverpool game last season whereby he was badly positioned for Mosala's goal, you know, shows that Dean Henderson, no matter how good he is, still has a lot to learn and he needs to, you know, brush up some weaknesses in his game. I know the Jia will not make such a schoolboy error in positioning. Okay, yes, Dijon has had his fair share of howlers, but he has lots of credit in the bank. He has been one of our best players since his arrival at the club. So let's, uh, I would like to move on from the Dijon, the Henderson um, debate. So, Wan-Bissaka, he did okay defensively. Um, he went forward well, joined the attack well, had one or two crosses as well. Um, but didn't really do much wrong. He wasn't really tested from his wing. Um, most of Leeds' attacks were from Rafinha. Rafinha was, you know, was more involved. Although Rafinha had a bad game for Leeds, to be said. and But most of the attacks by Leeds were coming from uh, the Luxor end. Although... Jakari seemed to try to get into the game, but Wambersaka was able to clip his wing. So, uh, Wambersaka did okay. Same thing for the central defenders. Lindelof was outstanding. Same thing with Harry Maguire, who I'm always worried about Maguire's pace. Um, oftentimes, Bamford um, tried to take advantage of his um, lack of pace. And, but, Maguire was able to just get to the ball just in time. So, but outside that, um, Lindelof and Maguire did okay. Lindelof with a great assist for Bruno. Sadly, Lindelof has blown his chance, you know, of being Maguire's regular partner because he's also not very pacey and can easily be bullied by a strong striker so that's it is what had necessitated the signing of Rafael Varane by Ole and um, Lindelof would just, would just hope that uh, he gets lots of opportunities in Champions League and in the Cups as well as in the league if Ole rotates properly but Alinda Love is a good backup to have in defense along with Eric Bai. Now that um, Axel Twanzebe has been loaned to Aston Villa, hopefully Axel will also get a lot of playing time and you know regain his confidence and his composure. All right, in midfield, McTominay did very well for the period he was in the game. He did very well. He was energetic. He was mobile. He tackled well was involved in the midfield battles and he did very well. The passing was neat and tidy. He had an okay game. Same thing with Fred. He grabbed a goal. Whenever a player grabs a goal, it is um, something worth commending 
Um, Fred was also energetic, wasn't as good as McTominay today, but he grabbed the goal and he also was starless in midfield. So I guess the McTominay-Fred partnership in midfield will have its use at some point in the season. And as long as they are able to um, move the ball quickly, not take ponderous touches on the ball and uh, pass it quickly and, and release the ball from mid, deep in midfield to the wings or the attacking midfielders, you know, I will have too much problems with that. The only problem is United want to play with only one specialty defensive midfielder, which Matic meets. Unfortunately, Matic is, um, doesn't have the legs to do the business regularly for 19 minutes. He came in as a sub today, but, you know, that was, he came in just to show up the game, to shut up shop, since we had a healthy and handsome lead. And we didn't want to concede any more goals. But ideally, Matic in his prime should have been playing in a defensive midfield role and allowing Pogba and Bruno to run the midfield. You know, that would have been ideal. Uh, right now, we are showing Pogba into the team while retaining McFred in central midfield. You know, Pogba had a, a great game today. He was but he was played out on the left. And no matter what he was able to do today, we miss um we miss the the pace and the attacking threat of a Marcus Rashford coming in from the left. Well all the goals that Pogba did, he could have easily done it while playing in central midfield. So we are wasting Pogba in that in my opinion in the winger role play him there but Pogba had an outstanding game four assists an incredible return um, more of that please for Pogba and please sign that contract sign that contract PSG is not available for you Real Madrid cannot pay your salary cannot bring you in unless you come in on the free so unless that is what you want to do but I think you should stay at Old Trafford. We are building something and we want you to be part of it, Popo, but please do this. All right, so Bruno, the star of the show, got, grabbed the hat trick, was outstanding throughout, didn't put the foot wrong. It was great today, Bruno. And more of that, please, for our FPL and for the club in general. We need you to continue your fantastic run in the Premier League and drive us to the title this time around. Uh, many many think that United will not be able to win the title, but with you in there and with the support of others like Rashford, Cavani, Sancho, Marshall, you know, Rashford all putting in their little bit, we can win a title if our defence is solid. And our defensive midfield is solid as well. So, Danny James had a poor game, in my opinion. He didn't, the opportunities he had, he didn't really, uh, well, he had one or two half chances, had opportunities to cross, but he was poor in his crossing. So, Danny James, sometimes on his day, he grabs a goal or two, an assist or two, but he's unable to do it consistently whenever he's called upon and now he has serious competition he's going to have 
a run-in definitely now that Rashford is going to be coming back in October. So that is a good two, two three months. Um, but when Rashford comes and is firing, um, obviously Danny James' um, appearances will be limited, you know, to cup competitions and substitute appearances. So then Macy Greenwood again, an outstanding goal by Macy Greenwood, fantastic goal. He did he did great today. He was involved, you know, he played as a central striker today. He was involved throughout, made three attempts, three shots, two were on target, you know, so his goal was fantastic. Came in at a perfect time out shortly after Leeds had equalized. You would imagine that if the game had won on without us not scoring quickly, the Leeds would have been would have been tempted to pack the bus and try to hold on for a victory. And you know how United struggle to break teams down when they pack the bus. So the goal his goal made us quickly forget about um Aliens equalizer for Leeds restored you know, I think it sparked an anger in my United and within a short twelve we're already three one up, you know. Fantastic from Mason Greenwood. Marshall and Sancho were not able to do much to influence the game. The game was already done and dusted by the time they came in and they couldn't really get into the game because we had taken our foot off the pedal. So fantastic victory for my United. Happy days for us to the next game. We'll be taking on Southampton who lost their first game to Everton 3-1. Um, they have been weakened with the sale of Yannick Vestergaard to Leicester and Danny Ings to Aston Villa. So I'm sure they will get replacements probably before the end of the season. But uh, Southampton will not be... The Southampton that used to be a turn in our side is not the same Southampton that will be taking on Manchester United. Uh, so I expect United to defeat Southampton in the next Premier League game. And, you know, let's start building a winning mentality, momentum, um, so that we can really challenge Manchester City, Liverpool and Chelsea for the league title. Um, most people believe mass this the league is massive to lose especially if they're able to pull off Harry, the hurricane um signing i don't want spurs to sell hurricane to manchester city i don't want that will make the, the league too difficult for my to wrestle because they will be pulling away from my united we only we only have mason greenwood as our natural striker and Edison Cavani, who is still, you know, I think he is back in England, but, you know, I don't know if Edison Cavani will have a good season like he did last season. Hopefully he does, but second season syndrome could also affect his performance. So it will be dependent on Marshall and Greenwood to be to bang in because if Cavani's form doesn't match up to the standards of last season. But let's wait and see, though. Um, the point is, I don't want um, Harry Kane to join Manchester City. Um, I want Kane to remain as Spurs. I believe if 
Man City don't sign Harry Kane. I think United have a good chance to win the league. Of course, Romelu Lukaku has joined Chelsea again. Um, that's another issue. I think that signing, if Chelsea had not made that signing, I would have fancied our chances more. But now that Romelu Lukaku will be probably be grabbing twenty plus goals for Chelsea this season when he joins, it just means that um, the title race will be between that if Kane doesn't join, then you know, it's in fact, I don't even know why I'm even discussing it. Any of those four teams, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea and Manchester City, the league title can be won amongst those four teams. What now, the issue now will be the form of these teams and how often the drop points against the supposedly weaker teams and mid-table teams. That will determine, you know, how the teams will... Uh, what would that would determine whether the teams will be able to win the league or not? I, I expect Chelsea and Manchester City, either of these two, to win the league. I'm hoping my United can spring a surprise and be consistent, and you know, win the league and surprise the bookmakers and everyone. But Liverpool also could win the league. And uh, speaking of Liverpool, they defeated Norwich three zero, Mosala, Jota, and. And Firmino grabbed their goals. Um, a good one for FPL players. Um, Salah had to assist on the goal. Um, well, we expect um, we expect Liverpool to win that one. Norwich back into the big time, but not really signing players that will that could help them stay up. So it's not a surprise that Liverpool won the game 3-0. And also not a surprise that Chelsea were able to defeat Crystal Palace 3-0. Even if Roger Hodgson was in charge, I don't think Crystal Palace would have been able to survive um, Chelsea today. You know, Patrick Vieira is their manager. I hope he does well for them. Um, but I suspect he'll be implementing his philosophy or Crystal Palace, which may backfire on him. So he better learn fast. If he knows, he should look at his players and see their strengths and implement his uh, implement what is best for them and not what he what he thinks they should be. You know. So Chelsea um, defeated Crystal Palace three zero. Um, Christian Pulisic. Uh, Marcos Alonso and Trevor Chaloba grabbing the goals. They were quite good, Chelsea, today, and they'll become better by the time Romelu Lukaku joins. Um, Werner, Havertz, I'm sure they would. Well, Tuchel will, will know how to rotate his squad and get the best out of them, but Romelu Lukaku joining Chelsea is a game changer for Chelsea and I expect them to be the top three. I hope my United will also be the top three, hopefully number one. I just feel that our midfield will be will let us down and Ole's um penchant for keeping Bruno for ninety minutes, even when the game is safe. We really need to rest Bruno, keep him fresh, rotate properly, allow players like Van der Beek to have a running in the side, really. Um, it's very important that 
players like Bruno, Ogba, Rashford are rested, you know, so that they'll be f- f- uh, fresh throughout the season. So that's basically Arsenal shockingly lost to zero to Brentford, and looking at the performances of Chelsea, who were outstanding um, today, as well as as Liverpool, who were also very good today. Then we've not seen Man City yet. We'll be seeing them later tomorrow. Um, then Spurs as well. Man City take on Spurs, um, but Spurs I don't really reckon with Spurs. Um, Man City will expect to do very well, but Spurs being at home could, you know, spring a surprise, and maybe even get a draw or defeat Manchester City. Uh, with the railway is, Arsenal are aware of the pace compared to um, the members, the other members of the Big Six. Really, um, of course, they missed out. They missed some key players: Gabriel, Partey. Aubameyang, like I said, but really, Arsenal should be doing far better than they did uh, when when playing Brentford. Brentford, the newly promoted side, come on, you should be at least getting a draw. Why losing? And US Arsenal were very toothless. You know, they had a lot of possession. Yes, they started the game well. Yes, but um, they did really put Brentford under pressure. When Brentford agreed uh, to the game, you know. And grabbed the first goal. It was not good enough for Arsenal. Kieran Tierney was outstanding. Um, some people were criticizing Tierney that his crosses were woeful. I don't think so. His crosses were spot on, and his um attacking play is overlapping. All of them was was he was great and outstanding. Tierney was good. Saka did his best. He couldn't do much, but he got himself involved as soon as he came in. Um, people were making an argument for Smith Rowe. I'm not sure he did that much, but I think he did okay. Um, but for a number 10, you need something more than Smith Rowe to carry for most of the season. Really, you cannot put um, Smith Rowe's... Uh, Arsenal should not be putting their creative spark on... The shoulders of Emil Smith Rowe is just too young for that to to shoulder such burdens really. So whatever they want to do, get Odegaard back or whoever they want to get back or Aoa or whoever. I don't think Leicester will be selling Madison anytime soon. They're playing him. They won't get Madison. They should go for Odegaard or any other attacking midfielder they deem. To help them, and even at that, it's not going to fix their problems because the way Arsenal is, any outside player that joins him, or rather that joins them, will will probably become ordinary because there are so many ordinary players um, in that squad. Yes, they they have potential, many young, exciting talent. Following Balogun, um, Martinelli, um, Bukayo Saka. Um, Lukonga, Tavares, um, Lukonga, Tavares, they look decent signings, but they're not, they are playing areas that Arsenal are not necessarily weak. Um, the Where Arsenal is weak, in my opinion, is in the attack. 
um, their strikers. Inketia is injured. Um, Aubameyang and Lacazette are up, both ill. You know, they are, they are weak in those positions. Lacazette and Aubameyang have not really had good seasons for the past three years. You know, so Pepe is inconsistent. So, there are so many issues with Arsenal. So, well, that's a cup of tea anyways. So, Ateta really needs to find a solution quickly. Otherwise, um, he'll probably get a sack now that the fans are back in the stadiums. All right. So, lastly, I want to talk about the Rafa Varane uh, unveiling. Well, Rafa Varane, he, he was unveiled at the stadium. I would... I feel that um, we allow the delay to play nicely, you know, with the first game of the season. I think after they had dragged and dragged and dragged the whole... Well, I don't know why it took so long for us to get the details, the minute details of the Varandil sorted so late. I would have preferred that he started the game today, but for whatever reasons, um, Ole has blamed all manner of things, but really, United should be getting this done quickly. Romelu Lukaku is not in England. He was in Italy, and he, the deals, everything was sorted within a spirit of four days. You know, everything was it you know, they done the within in less than a week. Um Varane took has taken close to two weeks for the deal to be, you know, done and dusted. So I think the opportunity to present him um live in the stadium before the opening game presented itself and the club decided to, you know, use that as a well, I say a marketing tool or a PR stunt or whatever you want to call it to announce the signing. So yes, it was a nice touch. It became a nice touch for the club, emotional one, a nice one, but really we can if he was not going to play, we could still do that. Even though he wasn't going to play. We could still do that and you know he would have trained and all that. Of course, he'll probably be ready for Southampton, but really, United should get this done and sorted quickly. The same thing with the Sancho deal, where the clubs, uh, Dortmund and my United had agreed on the deal on the 1st of July, I believe, but it took almost a month for him to become a my United player officially which says a lot about the way we run the club the the guys running um this running that aspect of the game or aspect of that club really need to you know do something about this they need to uh, fix up really it's very disappointing i don't think we should drag and drag and drag and drag over the signing of players. I'm sure it had to be with certain clauses that they didn't want in the contract. Whatever it is, it needs to change, really. 
Um, we need to act like a big club professionally. Big clubs don't allow contracts to drag and drag this way. All right, so those are my thoughts on the Premier League. Um, it's a happy one for us, my United fans. Let's hope the momentum will continue and we'll keep on picking up the wins. The next four or five games we have are winnable games. Let's win those games and lay down a marker, you know, so that we can... We, this is the time for us to... Because it's not going to get any easier for Manchester United in the coming years unless all our rivals collapse at the same time. Um, last season was a good opportunity for us to win the league. Liverpool were not in it. Chelsea, because of Lampard's incompetence, were not in it for a very long period of time. But Tuchel is much more astute and will always have the backing of Roman Abramovich. So it's not going to get any easier for Manchester United. Now we have a team that could challenge. We still need to strengthen the midfield. It's still a priority for us and uh, we feel too because I think Ole still likes McTominay and Fred. Hopefully we will get a defensive midfielder before the end of the transfer window and we'll be able to push out players like Andreas Pereira who will not be getting too many game time. You know, and next at the end of the season we'll push out the likes of um maybe Jesse Lingard or Nemanja Matic. They are not the future of this club, really. So, thank you very much for listening. Um, I appreciate you all for taking out time to listen to the show. I wish you a pleasant week ahead and a pleasant Sunday as well. Thank you and bye for now. See you in the next podcast. Bye.